Hey y'all, this is Conversations Amongst Friends, and I am your host, April Dion. Thank you for joining me today. Today is season two, episode one of Conversations Amongst Friends. Um, You know, a lot of things happened. I know a lot of people were asking me, well, where are the podcasts? You know, where are your episodes? And, you know, so many things happened last year that, you know, caused me to shy away from doing the podcast. And I really had to connect with myself again. And by that, I mean, I had to go back and really think about why I started my podcast in the first place. So I'm just going to, you know, first of all, I'm just going to give you a little 2018 recap of of what happened last year um, that I'm proud of or, you know, things that kind of stood out to me. Um, so first and foremost, I did a lot of self-discovery. Y'all, when I tell y'all, I figured out like what works for me in all aspects of my life from love, um, clothes and fashion. I got into makeup, um, hair, you know, friends, anything dealing with me or how I have to deal with myself mentally, physically, or emotionally. I worked on. So, you know, a lot of things happened last year, but like I said, let me give you the recap. So, um, first and foremost, I started my podcast, you know, (laughs) um, and, and how the podcast got started, to be honest, it was, I was dating this guy and I was so mad at him. And honestly, like I was calling my friends, texting my friends, nobody was available. And so it just kind of popped in my head. And, you know, I was like, I got to get this off my chest. I got to talk it out. So what did I do? I started my podcast and not even started my podcast. What I did that night was I made a recording. And when I made that recording, I went back and I listened to it a couple days later. And I was like, yo, you got the voice for this. And it's something that you've always wanted to do. So why not just go do it? So I did it. And here we are. (laughs) So I started my podcast um, last year. Um, Let's see what else happened last year. Oh, my nephew, the love of my life. He turned one years old last year. I'm so ecstatic. Also on today, he said, TT, oh my God. Y'all don't understand. Like my nephew is my everything. He is the child that I haven't had or the child that I won't have because I'm seriously thinking about not having kids, <laughs> but he is my everything. Um, and so today I called him, not today, I'm sorry. I did call him today, but one day um, I was at the house, you know, chilling with him and his mom. And I was like, say TT, say TT. And he wouldn't say it. So I was like, say TT, man, say TT. Y'all, this baby said TT. Why I went about him a pair of Tim's? <laughs> <laughs> like, like it was just, it was just like, oh my goodness, he acknowledged me. He knows who I am. Let me go buy my baby some Tim's. It's cold outside. He needs some shoes. You know what I'm saying? So he spoiled. I spoiled him. But like I said, my baby turned one last year. Um, I let some relationships go last year, as in friendships, um, and you know, a couple of family members. Um, you know, I am the type of person to where I've learned that if someone does something to me that doesn't sit well with me, I may not go to that person right then and tell them, you know, 
what they did wrong, I may just let it, you know, I got to cool down. I got to calm down because for one, I'm a hothead, but I need to get my thoughts in order because I need to, to think about where this person is mentally and what they could be going through. So, you know, after I did that, um, with certain people, it just seems like I tried to reach out and nothing ever happened or a call wasn't returned or a text wasn't, you know, responded back to. So I just said, fuck it. And I moved on. And the same with friendships. You know, I, if, if something happens between me and a friend and we stop talking or I see something wrong, I'm going to go to them and I'm going to say, Hey, everything. Okay. Did I do something? And if you tell me no, then okay, we're cool. But then if you do it again, I'm going to let you have that little bit. Because I'm getting too old to run after people. Everyone at the certain age that I am, everyone in my circle or around me is old enough to know whether you want somebody in your life or not. And if you don't want me in your life, it's okay. It is okay, baby. Be free. Go be free. Have fun. Do your thing. So that happened. Um, so I let some relationships go. But then on the bright side of that... I secured some relationships, family, um, and friends, you know, there were some relationships that were kind of rocky from the beginning. Um, and we actually just sat down and had a grown woman conversation and just got a lot of things out and, and finally just understood that everybody is different. We all grew up different. We all have had different life experiences. So, of course, the way that we think, the way that we move is going to be different. But if we connect on that mental level and, and, and emotionally, then we Gucci. If someone comes to you and say, hey, um, this hurts me. This, this, this bothers me when you do this. And a person, you see them change it. That means that person care. Okay. That, that, that means that person care about you and how you feel. So, you know, a lot of that happened, um, you know, with people coming to me and telling me what I was doing and also with me doing the same thing to them. Yep. So that happened. Um, let's see uh, what else happened. Oh, I met Latoya Luckett, Kyla Pratt and Juhan Jones. I think that's his name. But um, anyway, I went to the set it off play last year. And I met them, you know, after the play. It was cool. Um, so that was a, you know, just I don't meet celebrities. I've never met a celebrity that I know of. Um, so it felt good to just, you know, meet these people, take pictures with them. Um, so that happened. Also, I started the gastric sleeve process. And um, if anyone doesn't know what that is, it's a weight loss surgery. I wanted to... Um, just lose weight and just get a jump start on losing weight. I'll put it like that um, because exercising fine, but it gets boring to me. And then I'm so heavy and, you know, my knees hurt, my feet hurt. So I felt like, you know, in order to get a jump start and also lose the weight and keep it off, let me go have the surgery. And then again, I could pay for it. So, you know, and I had great insurance, so why not? But I started that process and then, um, actually what happened was I got to the point when I was like, you know what? I love food. I really love food and I don't want to take um, vitamins for the rest of my life because I did research 
And, you know, I talk to people who have had the surgery and of course, you know, they have these results. They look so good. But the main thing that most of them told me was they wish they hadn't had it. And okay, so yeah, you look good, but at the same time, the side effects are your hair may fall out. Um, you have to take vitamins for the rest of your life. Your pH balance may get off. You have all this flabby skin because you're losing weight so quick. And then you got to have another surgery, which is plastic surgery to get all of that fixed. So when I actually thought about all of that, I was like, you know what? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I had to find me something that works for me. And honestly, what happened is, is that um, I decided to try to eat less and that helped. But at the same time, I may be eating less, but I'm not eating the right things. So I'm going to, you know, venture more into that this year. But, you know, the whole process um, started last year of getting gastric bypass. Um, I didn't get it, but it's, I started the process. Um, let's see. A couple of books I read uh, was Jennifer Lewis's book, The Mother of Black Hollywood. When I tell y'all that book, she's so funny. She is so funny. And she tells you her story. And it's just like, I'm reading it. And I'm just like, whoa, you know, you never would think that, you know, these people that we see on the screen all the time went to certain things like, yes, they did. We know they did. But, you know, it's a really good book. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I also read The Obesity Code by Dr. Jason Fung. And the reason that I actually got that book was because my dermatologist was telling me um, about this book and how, you know, most people, most doctors don't know what to give you or what to do to lose weight. And she, and she made a valid point. She was like, if doctors knew how to help you lose weight, why do we have fat doctors? Then they would help themselves. So I was like, that's, that's some real shit. So what I did was I bought the book. I started reading through it and it actually makes so much sense, y'all. So if you have a chance, if you, you know, you have this, this thing where you want to lose weight, you want to research some stuff. Um, I highly suggest, uh, the book called the obesity code by Dr. Jason Fung, MD. Um, let's see what else happened last year. I started aqua fitness. Yo, let me tell y'all about aqua fitness. Okay. So first of all, you're in the water exercising. Now, most people would think, oh, that's not going to work. And a lot of people told me that that's not going to work. How are you even, um, you know, how are you even sweating and this, that, and the third, if you do it right, get in the amount of water that you need to be in for your height, it works. Y'all, when I tell y'all my first day going first day, I got in the pool because I love to swim. I love to be in a pool. So I'm thinking, oh, this is nothing. Got in the pool, doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? I'm moving to the music. I can move easier in the pool because I know I'm a, I, I dance on the side. I'm a stripper sometimes, you know. I'm just lying. But, you know, in my head, <laughs> I am a stripper anyway. So I'm doing my thing, whatever, whatever. I get out the pool. I feel instantly, I'm, I feel heavy. Like I have worked every muscle in my body, including my neck, y'all. All right. Get home. Okay, pass out for the rest of the day. Now, I took my class was at I think I was taking like the um, I think it was like the six o'clock class or maybe like the five. No, it was like it was like six thirty or something. I think something like that. 
Y'all, passed out for the rest of the day. Woke up the next morning looking crazy. Like, where did where did they went? You know? So, um, Aqua Fitness is fun. If you've ever done it, you know what I'm talking about. Um, my instructor, she is the bomb, y'all. Like, the only reason I'm not going now is because it's cold outside and I don't want to get pneumonia. Because I'm the type of person, I get out of the pool, I dry off, but I don't change it to dry clothes. I just kind of put like a dress on over my bathing suit and walk out. So, I don't want to get pneumonia. I don't want to do all of that. But my instructor name is Jennifer Joy. Y'all, when I tell y'all, her spirit, her energy, everything about this lady is the shit. You hear me? Like, you could be exercising and then a song may go off and she might crack a joke with you. It might go over your head or it might sit on you. You know what I'm saying? Like she gives you wisdom at the same time. She's letting you, she's keeping it real with you. You know what I'm saying? She's telling you those things that if you go to an aerobics class, they're not going to say, all they're going to say is, oh, you know, drink some water, get ready for the next song. No, she'll, she'll break it down to you be like, all right, so with this next song, you're going to be working your hips. You know, some of y'all might want to work your hips. You might want to do this. You might want to do that. You know, and all this other stuff. I mean, and that's real to me. So I don't know, whatever, <laughs> but Jennifer Joy is the shit. I love her. I'm going to shout her out. Y'all let her know I shout her out. Um, but she is the shit y'all. When I tell y'all she is the shit, like, and I know she does like other things outside of that. Like, I think she's a puppeteer. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know what all she has her hands in, but the woman is fucking amazing. Trust me. All right. Okay, um, let's see what else I did last year. I went to the Jay-Z and Beyonce on the run to concert. Now, the first one, I missed that one. I missed it when it came around the first time. You know, I was working a job that I could only afford to pay bills. I couldn't do nothing extra. So I missed the first concert. But damn it, I was not going to miss this one. And I had a ball. Like a lot of people who I guess seen the first one, they were like, oh, the first one was better. I don't give a damn. I didn't see the first one, so I don't have anything to compare it to, but this one, and it was the shit, okay? And then I love Beyonce, and I don't know what's wrong with my crazy ass, but it seems like every time Beyonce comes on stage, I start crying. Mm -mm. Every single time. I don't know why. I don't know. I, I, I admire her, but she's not somebody that I could say, oh my God, I worship Beyonce. No, I don't worship Beyonce. A lot of her songs hit home with me. A lot of things that she do, I love, you know, but I don't know. When she came on stage with her and Jay-Z came up holding hands, I was like, power couple, yes, do it. Yes, he cheated and you took him back. Yes, real love, real life. You know, like, I don't know. That's just me, though. Anyway, um, moving on. Let's see what else happened. Oh, I visited Fort Lauderdale for my Aunt Jimmy's 70th birthday party. Y'all, it was elegant. It was nice. My cousins did that shit, okay? They had that shit set up nice. Um, but see, what they did was, what they tried to do is that, you know, my family, in my family, I'm known to be a singer. And I haven't sung in years due to the fact that I am, um, I smoke cigarettes and I don't exercise my voice like I used to. I don't sing like I used to. So my voice is a little scratchy. It's a little off and I might hit a wrong note or three. So I don't have time for that. So, you know, I'm at the party and, you know, they had did all this stuff. And so then they were like, we got any singers in here? 
And then I hear somebody from across the room, my godmama, saying, April, April here. Y'all, when I tell y'all, my nigga senses went off. And I was like, what? So at that moment, I'm thinking of a way to get out of here. So my cousin, so I got up, I stood up, you know, well, when she started saying April, everybody else was like, yeah, April here, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just like, okay, all right. So I got up to go sing because I'm like, you know what, I might as well just go get it over with. If I'm going to sing a song, sing the easiest song I could think of that's going to get them flowing. Let me sing a gospel song where if I don't hit the right note, it's okay. Okay. But my cousin saved me. She said, wait a minute, wait a minute. You'll sing after this. Let my daddy do what he has to do. So at that point in time, my auntie husband proposed to her over again. So they're going to get married again. So while he was up there with, you know, doing his little thing, I told my brother, I said, look, I'm about to go outside, okay? I done slipped out the door. I ain't have time for none of that. I stayed outside long enough for it to start raining, for me to change shoes. My brother went to the car, got my shoes, for me to change shoes and come back up. And I think at this point in time, they was cutting the cake, all right? I was not having it at all. Y'all not going to embarrass me or make me embarrass myself. So that happened. But overall, I had a ball at the birthday party and it was it was awesome like you know we stayed in the hotel it was a nice hotel I ended up getting in the pool I did not get to go to the beach like I wanted to and from what I saw um the I think Miami Beach or something Miami was like maybe 30 minutes away so I was upset that I couldn't get to the beach while I was there but um I did have a good time with my brother we had an awesome time y'all if you ever get to hang out with me and my brother together you are truly blessed okay because you're going to have a good time for one Two, he's stupid. And and three, it's just like me and him, like we are so connected to that we could speak to each other without even opening our mouths. So if you ever get a chance to hang out with me and my brother, you will have the time of your life. Trust me. Okay. Um, let's see, what else happened? I went to um Candy's dungeon party. I attended the Candy's dungeon party. Um, so my review on that is, yeah, it could have been better. It period. It could have been better. Um, you know, you, when you think of Candy, um, she has the, the I want to say the toy, the sex toy line and um, all of that stuff. So you would think that if a dungeon party, if she's having a dungeon party, yo, it's going to be some oh, shit, like straight up. It's going to be something, but it wasn't. Um, what they, you know, made it out to be. It was cool, but it wasn't all of that. Like, I honestly, I could have stayed home. I, I just could have stayed home because like the $35 tickets went so quick. And then like the next set of tickets, I just went ahead and bought my ticket because I was like, fuck it, I'm not going to pay a hundred and something dollars. So actually the people who paid $35, I can see them saying, okay, it wasn't that bad. But a person like me who paid 50 odd something dollars, it wasn't worth it. It really wasn't worth it. And then you would think that I'm not saying pop bottles, liquors are free, but damn, why the drinks was $20 though? So I paid 50 to get in. Your drinks are $20. So I'm only getting one. 
You got to lock your phone up. You can't take pictures. You can't Snapchat. You can't do anything in there but watch the show. And the show wasn't even all that. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't worth it. But it was what it was. Um, let's see. I walked in the Pride Parade last year for my company. So for the company that I work for, y'all, when I tell y'all, I have never walked in the Pride Parade. I've always said that's something that I wanted to do, but I never did it. And so this year, um, I started speaking to certain people. And I just made a couple of friends and, you know, networked and found out when it was and, you know, all of this stuff. So me and my homegirl, we ended up walking in the parade. Y'all, when I tell y'all, this is where I walk from, okay? Now, I'm a big girl, period, all right? I don't do a lot of exercise. I don't walk far. Like, I work sitting down every day. And for the past three or four weeks, for the past month, I've been working from home, y'all. So I literally roll out the bed sit down at my desk, work, go sit on the sofa. The most walking that I do is if I go to Walmart or what have you. But what I'm telling you is I don't move around a lot. So y'all, let me tell y'all where we walk from. Um, Anybody who listens, you're familiar with uh, Peachtree Street and Ivan Allen Boulevard. Okay. So we walk from Ivan Allen it was probably at the corner of Ivan Allen where where you can turn um you can turn right to go to 7585 or you can keep straight to go towards the aquarium and um all of that stuff back there. So we were right there at Ivan Island, okay? We walked from that point up to Peachtree, made a left, walked down Peachtree to 10th Street made a right and walked to Piedmont Park, okay? Now, in a car, no time. It takes you no time to do that. Walking, y'all, I ain't took that type of walk since I first moved up here when I was 22 years old. At that point in time, I had the, the stamina to do that. Oh, I was ready. At 34? That shit was not happening, okay? Y'all, when I got down there, my legs hurt so bad. My knees hurt. My goddamn feet hurt. And my period was on. On top of all of that. On top of all of that, yo. So, I'm trying just to get my mind right, get back to the house. You know, just, ugh, y'all, when I tell y'all. The experience was great. I met a lot of great people. They had mimosas for us. They had, um, what was that drink called besides mimosas? It was another drink that they had for us. So, technically, you know, they was trying to get us fucked up. It was too many people for the amount of liquor that they had, but they tried, Okay. Then we got there, they had us Krispy Kreme donuts and coffee. I mean, not Krispy Kreme, but Dunkin' Donuts and coffee. I mean, so come on. You know, they they did it up. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Um, But next year, I am going to do it again. But I'm going to have my fat ass on the truck unless I'm smaller than what I am now. Because I refuse to walk that far again and be looking crazy. And I had on a tutu, y'all. The tutu started breaking and popping and falling apart. I'm trying to walk, keep up with the truck, tie the thing, throw flags out, telling it was too much, y'all. I just got tired just thinking about it. Hold on, let me take a drink because that was too much. It was too much. 
Um, <laughs> moving on, yo. So I am one of the biggest advocates I know for mental health. I feel like everybody needs somebody to talk to. Um, everybody needs to check on their strong friends. I know you see a lot of those memes going around saying, Hey, check on your strong friends, check on your strong friends. And most people take it as a joke, but that is so real. Check on your strong friends, check on the people who handling everything by themselves. Check on the people who don't have family where they're at. Check on your friends who live alone. Because I don't know about somebody else, but one of my biggest fears living alone is that if something happens to me, they're not going to find my body for days. You know? I mean, and, and you know, if you're dead, I, I guess, you know, somebody won't know if you're dead, well, you care. But it's just that thing, like, who... Yes, we all got to leave one day and we will be by ourselves. What You know, we got to, we came by ourselves, we got to leave by ourselves. But sometimes it just feels good to have somebody around to know that somebody's there. You know, check on your friends who live alone. Check on your single friends, you know, check on your strong friends. But I said all that to say, I started seeing a therapist, y'all. Yes, I did. It's when I got her information, because I had been talking to a couple of my friends about their therapist. They told me that they, you know, a couple of them told me that they were seeing a therapist. And I was just like, no, I don't think I'm, I'm, I'm that far gone. I don't think whatever. But I was. I was that far gone. I was having suicidal thoughts. I was isolating myself from everything and everybody. <coughs> the only thing that I was doing... um that probably, you know, I guess hid it from everybody was that I still went to work. Got to pay my bills, you know? So, I mean, that's what I did. I went to work and it was what it was, but I started seeing a therapist and I can honestly say since I've been seeing her, um, life has gotten better. I'm happier. I ain't even going to sit here and, and lie and say it's not, that it's not working because it works. You know, this is a person that I sit in front of and I cry it out. I tell her, you know, my deep, darkest thoughts and secrets and things and such. And she doesn't judge me at all. She doesn't sway a decision that I tell her I'm trying to make. She doesn't sway it at all. She has an unbiased opinion and that's it so it's just like I don't know what works for y'all maybe talking to your friends work for me I talk to my friends but I also know that sometimes I am the therapist for my friends so I have to I don't have to but I do so I take on their shit my shit some of my family members shit and I need to get that shit off me and out of me. So what I do is I go to a therapist. I talk it out for an hour every week. Um, starting this year, I'm probably going to go to her twice a month. Um, I have insurance, so it's very inexpensive. And it's just it is what it is. Because from one week to the next, my life really don't change a lot. But I feel like every two weeks, I can go see her. And I'm sure some shit done happen. Like <laughs> some type of shit done hit the fan. So, yeah, I started seeing a therapist. I feel like everybody should see a therapist. There are a lot of people who say, no, that's a ripoff. It's this, it's that. I just feel like, fuck what anybody thinks. At the end of the day, it's you. If you feel like you need to see a therapist, if you feel like you need to whatever, 
do that shit. And if you're in the Atlanta area and you want to go to my therapist, contact me. Facebook, April Smart, um, Instagram, um, I am April Dion. Inbox me, whatever. You want the information, I'll give it to you. Confidential, because it ain't nobody business. I'm just sharing it with y'all because I'm very transparent, you know. But anyway, moving on. Um, let's see. Oh, major, major news. I turned 35 last year. Yes. And I celebrated my birthday by going to the aquarium. If you didn't know, you get into the aquarium for free if you're a Georgia resident and you live, um, I'm sorry, if you're a Georgia resident, period, you just have to have a Georgia ID and go on your birthday that day and you get in for free. You got to pay for stuff when you get in there if you're hungry or, you know, what have you. But yeah, but for the most part, it's free. So let's see. Um, I also had a pajama slash slumber slash game night house party. Y'all, when I tell y'all people that I have been cool with for 10 plus years showed up, it felt so good. It felt like love. It was love everywhere. And they came for me. And if any of you know me, like if any of you know me personally or what have you, or if you don't, I am the type of person that I try to be good to everybody. I really do. Because you never know who you're going to need. You never know who, you know, who, who's going to need you, you know, just it's, I don't know, but these people came and they showed major love y'all. So yeah, it's just, they showed up, they showed out. Um, a couple of people stayed the night. I even met some people that I never knew before, but I made some friends. And that's one thing about me is that I, I love to meet people. I feel like God puts people in your life for a reason. Sometimes those people are just there to help you through that stage or transition in your life. And then they're gone. I've come to know that in my 35 years. <laughs> um, Let's see. So a couple other things happened. I joined the iPhone family and I have had an Android since Android was an Android, y'all. Like I never thought that I would switch. I was just like, no. But what I did was I did research on the Samsung S9 Galaxy and I also did research on the Note 9 and then I did research on the iPhone 10. And with the things that I'm trying to do and I want to do in my life and to further my career, um, the iPhone just seemed better. It just seemed better. And I am in love with the phone. I love every minute of it. I love the fact that I can FaceTime. Um, and even for people who still have, uh, who have an Android, I can duo them. So, you know, I have both. Um, let's see. And it's just so neat. Like the um, other day when I said Happy New Year, it just, y'all fireworks came up on the screen and I was like wait a minute so I asked my homegirl I was like is this supposed to do this and she was like yeah I was like oh that's neat but yeah so I joined the iPhone family um and another thing that I did I recorded my first skit um that's something else I wanted to get into uh last year I hey I was just sitting around and and actually my friend had did a, a Christmas skit and I was just like girl you need to put it up and she was like, no, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. So I felt like if I would, you know, 
if I would do one and, you know, she showed me how to edit in or whatever, then, and, and I put mine out that it would give her the confidence to put hers out. And, you know, she still, she ended up putting hers out, but it also gave me that push that I needed. A lot of people told me it was very funny. They liked it. Um, so, you know, um, if you haven't seen it, it is on my Instagram page. I am April Dion, and it is also on my Facebook page, which is April Smart. Um, so you can find that. It's it's cool. So that's what happened with that. So that is my 2018 recap. And so what we going to do now, we just going to get on into what this episode is about today. So I was talking with my friends and we have some rules for men in the year 2019. All right. So I need y'all to get ready. All right. Now, most people and a lot of men who have listened to my podcast have told me that I'm I'm men man bash a lot or whatever. And I don't think I do. I think I just speak from my point of view. Now, I have met a couple of guys who are willing to come on and debate me and talk to me and kind of give me from their point of view because all men are different even though they all the same, they stupid as fuck, but all men are different and they think differently. So I do have, um, this year, I do have some of those coming up, uh, where we're going to talk with men about, you know, just different things. But anyway, we are going to call this the nigga rules for 2019. All right. It is not that many, but These are the things that me and my homegirls talk about all the time. And the fact that all of us are going through the same thing with different niggas, it's a problem. Now, we do know that we have, there is a, a, I guess, a a influx of fuckboys. This is the fuckboy generation. We know that. However, y'all need to get y'all shit together. So, number one, uno. Men, when you meet a woman, and I mean a woman, not a thought, not a hoe, because they all, it's, it's, it's different. But when you meet a grown-ass woman, talking about sex after you, like, you get her number, you know, she feel like, okay, I'm going to give this dude a chance. And you start, it, once, once you get her number, you immediately start talking about sex. That is a fucking turn off, my dude. Like, I don't even know you. And that let me know right up front, you would jump into anything. Nigga, do y'all not know that there is a epidemic in Atlanta right now? Shit. Who the fuck? Niggas, y'all need, your dick's gonna fall off, period. Fuck that. I was gonna say something else, but now your dick's gonna fall off. But anyway, talking about sex too early and too fucking much is a major turnoff. Don't do that. Like, what is wrong with y'all? Who raised you? Anyway, um, another thing that bothers us is bragging about your finances. Okay, that's cool. You, you do this, you do that, you own this, you own that. But nigga, who are you behind that? Because the first thing that you will say is, oh, a bitch only trying to fuck with me because I got money. Well, guess what? 
A motherfucker wouldn't know how much money you had or be calculating your shit if you wasn't bragging about what you had. Like, come on, my dude. For real? Stop it. Always remember, for every action, there is an opposite and equal reaction. Okay? So, you want to sit here and brag about your finances and all of this stuff and woo 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 Guess what? All right. You do that then. Because I'm finna see how I can get what the fuck I'm gonna get out of you. Period. Especially if I see that you're a fuck nigga already. I'm just letting you know how some women think. Some will just let you go and be like, nah, I ain't with it. Mm-mm. Other women gonna be like, you know what? Let me see. And then you're gonna turn into a trick. And you ain't even know it. Alright, let's see. <clears throat> this right here, y'all. Straight up. If you doing this in 2019, throw yourself away. Just throw the whole fucking man away. Stop sending motherfucking dick pics, my nigga. Don't nobody want to see your shit. Straight the fuck up. Men, y'all get off. A, a bitch will send you some titties. She might send you her pussy. She might send you a, you know, get on FaceTime or a duo with you and want to, you know, show her, her naked body to you. Okay, that's when you do that shit. But if I just met you, my dude, do not, and I repeat, do fucking not send me your dick. I don't care. And then on top of all that, I'm going to show my friends. Nigga, I ain't got feelings for you. Nigga, I don't even know you. So we finna sit here and we finna say how little your dick is. Oh, he got a big dick. Oh, okay, he must be a hoe. Bitch, is that a bump? Like, we finna... Stop it. Just stop it. Just fucking stop it. Now, if a woman asks for the dick pic, send it. If you got it. Like, I mean, whatever. But if a woman does not ask you for that... Don't send it straight up, period. Period. Ugh. Anyway, moving on. Another thing that is fucking y'all up, niggas. And I'm ashamed that I have to to say this to y'all. But it seems like y'all don't understand. Niggas, wash your dick and your balls before you run up in somebody's pussy, okay? Do that. Nigga, your dick carry germs too. Just because you don't have a fucking STD doesn't mean that bacteria and shit, your balls sweat, your dick just hanging there. I mean, it's doing this rubbing against your shit. It's doing all type of shit. Wash your dick and balls before you run up in a bitch. Bitches running around here with yeast infections and shit and got to go and buy boxes of monostat and shit because you got a fucking dirty dick. You feel what I'm saying? But if a bitch could go in the bathroom and wash herself, clean her shit out, make sure she good and all this, nigga, you could do the same motherfucking thing. You shouldn't have to tell y'all this, this day and age. Wash your dick. Because what, what we do is we sit around and we talk about y'all. And you become that dirty dick nigga. Period. Don't nobody want to fuck with a dirty dick nigga. At all. Wash your dicks. 
Keep yourself baby wipe so when you pee, I get it. You want to shake that little shit off and put it back in. No, wipe the tip of your dick, okay? Do that. Start teaching your, your, your little boys, you know, at the tender age of potty training, how to, when they get finished, wipe the tip of your dick. The fuck is wrong with y'all? Ugh, niggas, just dirty dicks. Just nasty. Oof. Anyway, let's see here. What else? I need y'all men to learn to connect with somebody. Now, I do know that if you're just trying to fuck, you're just trying to fuck. And it is what it is. But I will say, most women, or or most women in my circle, like, they want to connect with somebody. They ain't really out just to be fucking. Like, what I'm fucking you for? I got a wet ass for what? Nigga, I don't even know you. I know nothing about you. But, like I tell them, a man is going to connect with someone that they want to connect with. A man is going to pay attention to someone that they want to pay attention to. Period. If a man choose you, shit, you the chosen one. If not, shit, you just another motherfucker, you know, he fucking with or trying to get the pussy. Period. So, that's that. I don't know what else to tell y'all about that one. Let's see. What else we got here? All right. So, this was like a major one. Very, very major. The last two are very major. Dudes. Can y'all stop lying about stupid shit? Can y'all stop lying about being single? Most dudes don't want to be honest with women when they ask them, do you have a girl? If you got a girl, say that. I got some bitches on my team who will fuck with you just because you was honest with her. Just because. All these little young chicks and these thoughts out here or whatever have you... No. Well, shit, they gonna fuck you regardless too. But what I'm saying is, is that, you know, just be honest. Be honest. Be honest about your intentions with somebody. If you just trying to fuck, say that shit. Period. If you just trying to get to know her and then fuck, say that shit. You don't have to play mind games with women. We are smarter than y'all anyway, first of all. So if you if you know, first of all, when you first meet a woman, you know off rip whether you want to fuck her. Nine times out of ten, you talking to her because you want to fuck her. And then if something may happen in the midst of you talking to her, she may get in your head and it's like, damn, I really like shorty. You know what I'm saying? Or you may keep that, that same agenda. I just want to fuck her. So I'm going to do whatever the case or do this or do that to fuck her. Dude, you ain't got to do all that. Because if you are upfront about your intentions in the beginning, the shit will be smooth fucking selling. Yes, there's a 50-50 chance that you'll get the pussy, but I'm just saying though. Like I guarantee you, be honest about your shit. 
And I know this because I told this dude one time, he married and he was fucking around. And I told him, I was like, why you don't wear your ring? And he was like, you know, chicks don't fuck with me. Um, No chicks. If I had my ring on, chicks wouldn't fuck with me. I said, that's a motherfucking lie. Most women today, most, not all, but most women today would rather fuck with somebody who got somebody because they don't want to deal with the bullshit. It's just that many fuck niggas out here. It's just that many, just, just that much bullshit out here to where if you marry, they going to fuck with you. Period. Or they look at it as a competition. There's a lot of women out here who want to compete for a nigga. I'm not one of them. But it's a lot of females who do. They feel like, oh, I'm going to get her nigga. Oh, woo, 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 woo. oh um, he going to do this for me. He going to do that for me. And whatever, whatever. Whether he do or he don't or whatever, that's not the point. The point is, is that I promise you, you get more pussy when you tell the truth and you wear your ring. Straight the fuck up. And if she don't give you the pussy because you married or she don't give you the time of day because you married, that means that's a good fucking woman who's waiting for a good fucking man. And it definitely ain't you. Moving the fuck on. All right. Let's see. Um, so. Okay. Yeah, I told you about the, you know, don't, don't this. And this kind of goes along with that too. So basically, y'all, y'all niggas out here still selling dreams. <laughs> and y'all still out here leading women on. And y'all still out here doing this dumb shit. That women don't like. Like, get your shit together. What the fuck? Nigga, again, if there is nothing that you want from her but the pussy, just say that. Just just say it. And let her let her, you know, make that choice. That's another thing I can't stand that y'all motherfuckers do. You take a woman's choice away from her by lying to her. You got a whole wife, a whole girlfriend over at the house, but you come to me telling me, oh, you the only one, oh, you this, oh, you that. So I'm opening up to you. I'm starting to catch feelings for you. I'm fucking with you. Like, I'm fucking with you hard. And you balancing the shit so good to that I don't even, you ain't skipping a beat. But then all of a sudden, because of the woman who I am or what have you, I find out that you got a whole fucking wife, a whole fucking girlfriend, kids and shit at the house. That shit ain't fair to me because you took my choice away from me. You you took that from me. Nigga, you stole from me. And now I have no fucking respect for you. Nigga, I probably want to kill you. And if anything, a woman scorned, nigga, I want to tell your fucking girlfriend or your wife. And I'll tell him real quick, baby, you could keep him. You could keep him. I don't want him. But this is what the fuck we was doing, though. Have a good day. Shit. Girl motherfucking power. Period. So stop doing that shit because you're going to end up with the wrong motherfucking one who's going to take your ass through the ringer. You're going to lose your family. You're going to lose your kids. And then it's just going to be it is what it is. And it's only going to be your fault. Your fault. All right. So let's see. The last one. Now this one. Now this one, y'all. My views changed on it a while back. And I'll explain why. I'm going to tell you what it is. So, you want sex. 
but she asks you for money. You have a problem with her asking you for money. And it could be anything. It could be for her nails, her feet, her hair, shit, to pay a bill, put gas in a car. It could be that. But you have a problem with her asking you to pay for something. And now she got to be all types of tricks and holes and sluts and shit. But why? Why? You want to run up in her. You want to fucking spend time with her. You want her to listen to your lies and your bullshit. If you lying and your bullshit. But I mean, what the fuck are you bringing to the table? Especially if she's a grown ass woman. Because I don't know any of the women that I hang around who just want to lay down and get fucked and that's it. Nah, we business women. Straight the fuck up. And we understand that we got bills to pay. And for the most part, most of us live alone. We take care of ourselves. So you telling me what? We just giving each other pleasure? Nah, nigga. You need the pussy more than we need the dick. Straight the fuck up. And I mean, that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. But it is what it is. So why, when she asks you for a couple dollars for this or that or whatever the case may be, why is it an issue? Why she got to be a hoe? Why she got to be whatever? Why you got to be paying for sex? Nigga, you not paying for sex. It's just, if I'm fucking with you, why the fuck I can't fuck with you? If I'm fucking you, why you don't fuck with me? Period. Men be so quick to call a woman for ho- uh, call a woman a hoe for asking for money. But you want sex though. A wet ass ain't never got nobody nothing. So nigga, you want to come and you want to grunt and 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 put your little dirty ass dick all up in me and all this other shit and then you want to get up and leave the fuck they do that at no nigga fuck you pay me and how i feel about the situation and this is on some real shit i can't even have sex with a motherfucker that i don't connect with period yeah i used to have meaningless sex Yes, I used to fuck a nigga or a bitch just because they look good. Just because I wanted to. Just because the fuck I could. But now that I'm older and I'm wiser and I've learned some shit and I've been through some shit, I do not want to have sex with anybody that I'm not connected with. Period. And connected me like we done connected emotionally, mentally, and shit, now we're going to get to the physical. Now I feel like I know you enough to let you into me, to exchange energy with you. I can, I can do that. And then it'll be to the point where I don't have to ask you for shit because you will offer. Hey, baby, I seen the bill, the light bill on the refrigerator. You need help with that? Oh, well, you know, you know, I wanted you to cook or, or, or I've been coming to your house every day this week and you've been cooking for me or whatever. Here goes some money on the groceries. That's grown man shit. 
You feel what I'm saying? That's I'm fucking with you type shit. And I get it. Y'all ain't y'all only doing this shit for women that you fuck with. But what about the women that you don't fuck with like that? The ones that you just want pussy from. What the fuck is she getting out of it? So nigga, no, fuck y'all. I wish a motherfucker would. I'm telling niggas straight up right now. Let a nigga come to me and he gonna, I'm going to take him through the process. Yeah, nigga. Okay, you cute. You dress nice. What you do? Oh, okay, you got a job. You got a girl? Oh, okay, you single? Okay, cool. You got a car? Oh, okay, cool. All right. You live alone, roommate? Oh, okay, cool. All of that? Those are my prerequisites. You get past them, I'm, I could give you my number. Let's talk. Hit me with the bullshit within the first conversation or the second conversation or the third conversation. Hit me with that bullshit about sex or whatever. Nigga, I'm putting you straight in the category and I'm telling you straight the fuck up. Nigga, you want to fuck? That's what it is? Oh, okay. I need some money. Straight the fuck up. Let a nigga come at me sideways. Oh, you must be a hoe. No, nigga, I ain't no hoe. But instead of trying to get to know me, you trying to fuck me. So, nigga, if you trying to get some pussy, I'm trying to get some money. What's up? Because anything I got, I can get it my damn self. If you're not trying to get to know me, if you're not trying to connect with me, if you're not trying to be that nigga in my life, fuck you. Move around, my nigga. And that's just what it is. So, straight up. Unless I'm with a dude and we connected, we done talk, we got an understanding, we see eye to eye, we there, we both fucking with each other, we feeling each other, we this and we that. Shit. That nigga gonna get the world. Because that's who I, that's what I do. That's who I am. But just a random ass nigga who trying to fuck me? Nigga, you gonna have to pay to lay my nigga straight the fuck up. And I'm taking you for every motherfucking thing you got. Fuck with me if you want to. Anyway, that's what it is on that. So, like I said, these are the things that y'all been doing that needs to stop in 2019. Period. Don't do it. Women don't like it. Real women don't like it. It is what it is. All right? So, I'm going to come to a close. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Um, I know this episode was kind of long today, but I just had to get some stuff off me. I had to, um, you know, do my recap and all of that. So, again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting this podcast. Um, And, y'all, I'm going to just leave you with this. Go with your gut. Your intuition is everything. Love yourself. Self-preservation is the first law of nature. And always, I mean always, be kind to people. You never know who you might need and you never know who might need you. Peace out, y'all.
Where is it recording at?